Now, Fran O'Sullivan is NZME's uh, head of business and with us now. Hey, Fran. Good evening. So what did you, well, you, you pretty much nailed Chris Luxon's uh, reshuffle, didn't you? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what did you I make of it then? On it. <laughs> Look, I, th- I, think, I think it was pretty adroit. And, and what I like is the mixture of experience and youth. Uh, he is going to have to get a lot, lot of, um, you know, basic work out of them, but also impact from them. And I think it's quite adroit. I mean, it wasn't really until looking at the list that it kind of struck home that there's only about 10 or 11 women in that caucus. Mm. And so it's pretty unbalanced and, and only a couple of um, Maori. So um, he has used the talent as well as he can. Um, you know, the people who have been um, downrated, particularly Andrew Bailey and also Michael Woodhouse, still have some fairly punchy, um, you know, portfolios with uh, consumer affairs, revenue, those types of things, SOEs, um, ACC. I mean, these are all pretty substantive uh, portfolios. But what is really interesting about it is bringing the younger ones to the fore, not just Nicola Willis and also Chris Bishop, who are two and four, and we're also part of the Malaku, but also people like Erica Stanford. She's in, now in her second parliamentary term, but she's had a huge elevation. Matt Ducey, Simeon Brown. I mean, these are newcomers to the front bench. Barbara Kuriga. So, yeah, it's, it gives quite a nice degree of refreshing. God knows, though, why Todd Muller is actually going to stay on. I found that um, a little bit uh, interesting. Uh, you would have thought that he you know, might pick up Agri if that was going to be the case. But um, he, um, he's got oceans and fisheries and internal affairs and, and is on rank. So, you know, oh, no, he's just snuck in. But, you know, I mean, these are, these are no, I'm sorry, I put you wrong. He is unranked. He's, he's in with the other also runs yeah. like Todd McClay. And I don't know what Todd has done to earn the wrath of Chris Luxon, um, hard to know. Uh, but he was formerly trade minister and he's got trade and export growth back again and tourism, uh, but he's unranked. So mm. yeah, I find it interesting. There seems to be a bias towards economic portfolios, but also social ones in the sense of trying to make some impact on areas, again, like police and the gangs and, and giving that one police back to Mark Mitchell, who's pretty adroit in that area and will probably give some profile on it again for the law and order aspects of what they do. I'm guessing Judith got punished with research in this, uh, research science, innovation and technology because she spoke about the tech sector ad nauseum at the last election. Well, she did more than that. <laughs> Come on, be fair. <laughs> she actually developed a bit of policy on that and, um, and, and was doing so recently at one or two conferences, probably, uh, probably staking out you know, where she was going to land up, frankly, after, yeah. after the inevitable happened. And uh, but just the way she was rolled was a little bit different than, you know, the first um, vote of no confidence probably for a very long time in a party leader. So yeah. she has ended on, up with that. And on, on number 19, there is a bit of debate around that in a future parliament. If she hangs in long enough, she could end up being speaker, uh, appointed on a national side. I'm sorry, who, <laughs> Judith Collins? Yeah, do you think so? No, I don't. But there's been speculation about it, quite a bit of speculation about it, and that would seem to be to be you know, if you thought um, Trevor Mallard was a little bit kind of his own man, this could be a little bit difficult, frankly. Jeez, yeah, friend. I I I think all of a sudden, question time would be you know like. Absolutely appointment viewing if Judith's in charge of the show. Thank you so much, Fran. Appreciate it. Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's business commentator.